Hi, welcome to episode 37 of Talk About the Passion, My War. My guest today is Randy Larson. I've known Randy's band Cable for quite some time, but had never met him, and maybe within the last year or so we became friends on social media. I had heard him as a, a guest on Mike Hill's excellent podcasts, Everything Went Black and the more recent Metal Matters, and thought, you know, he, he would be a great guest for the show. We have similar tastes and ideas about music, and, and he's passionate about music at its core level. He loves music and just, you know, loves creating music for himself, and uh, if people like it, well, that's a good thing. And many many people do love his music, and uh, he's, you know, a humble and down-to-earth guy, and I felt like, you know, I was just talking with an old friend, so that was cool. And I'll, oh, we didn't talk about it on the episode, any fan of uh, Bobby Sullivan's band Seven League Boots is uh, definitely going to be a friend of mine, so... On this episode, we talk about how Randy discovered music, uh, which is similar to a number of guests now, which I, I think is kind of fascinating in itself, and that was, and that's through uh, skate videos. And uh, you know, a lot of guests on here and, and friends of mine uh, discovered a lot of uh, punk and hardcore through those, so it's cool to hear that story again. Uh, Randy talks about his time in the band Cable from its from its inception to their current status, which is uh, they're, they're doing a new record next year. And uh, he talks all about that here uh, and a couple of more things, and we'll get started here. Uh, I often forget we're not on camera during these episodes and sometimes reference uh, something you can't see. So uh, at one point during this, we're talking about the Metal Matters episode where they discuss uh, Iron Maiden's Killer's and I said, uh, I didn't know this. that was a cover, and I was referring to the song Women in Uniform, because uh, there's a, a big poster of that in the room where uh, we record this. Great, now I can uh, sleep a lot better knowing that that's dealt with. Oh, and uh, the other thing was uh, Maryland Death Fest was the name of the gigantic yearly festival that uh, neither of us could remember the name of for uh, whatever reason. If you or someone you know would like to be on this uh, podcast, please get in touch with me. I'm on social media. Uh, Facebook and Instagram are probably the best places to uh, contact me. Uh, you can come up here. I live in Massachusetts, about uh, 30 minutes north of Providence. Uh, I can also travel to you, you know, within, within a reasonable distance. Uh, just search for uh, Talk About the Passion podcast on those social media platforms and you should be able to find me. Lastly, uh, we talk about a few of uh, Cable's releases, but most recently is a remixed and remastered version of uh, Never Trust in Gemini, which I listened to uh, this morning on my way to work, and that certainly helped my Monday morning, so you should uh, pick up a copy of that. And uh, you can buy that through Translation Loss Records on uh, LP or CD. Their website is uh, translationloss.com, and they have, a, they have a ton of great music over there, so check it out. Anyway, thank you for listening. Here is episode 37, Randy Larson, My War. Let's do it. So I'm here with uh, Randy Larson. We're here at my place here in uh, Rentham. How are you doing today, man? Good, man. How are you? Very good. And uh, thanks for taking the long drive up here. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem, man. It's, it's actually beautiful out here. I don't mind at all. Yeah, yeah, nice. So uh, where, where did you grow up? I grew up in a very small town in eastern Connecticut called Killingly, mm -hmm. Connecticut. Okay. It's basically farmland, a lot of hicks, yeah. rednecks, not much to do. Yeah. 
And uh, so, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, when I was a little kid, I did the typical shit that every little kid does. Um, yeah. Once I got into like junior high school and my freshman year of high school, I realized that like this just wasn't for me. Yeah. You know, I started searching for something else and right. uh, it led me to skateboarding. Yeah. Skateboarding is what led me to music. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was into music. Yeah. But it led me into. Uh, punk and hardcore yeah. and okay. you know underground stuff yeah um so then i found myself trapped in this town yeah with you know no culture right yeah <laughs> no record stores <laughs> yeah. uh nowhere to go to shows and stuff like that luck luckily uh on my my bus mm-hmm. was this girl who was dating one of the only other kids in my high school yeah who was in the skating and, and punk rock and stuff mm-hmm. and uh she happened to notice I had a, like a sweatshirt and I wrote like minor threat on it with like a yeah. marker or something because right. there was nowhere to buy t-shirts or anything, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and she's like, is that the band minor threat? And like, this was like just some like normal right. chick, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. Yeah. She's like, my boyfriend's into them. So he was a few years older than me and, uh, we got introduced and he kind of took me under his wing. Yeah. Um, his name was Dave Mahan mm-hmm. and, uh, I was able, he had a car, so yeah. he took me to, you know, to Boston and Providence oh, and nice. skating and yeah. to do Bray Comics to buy records. And, yeah. um, so that was my, my escape because I was like 14 yeah, at the time, yeah. right. you know? And then once I was 16, I got my license and every weekend I was just gone. I was in Boston. I was yeah. in Providence, New York, mm-hmm. wherever. Yeah. Um, so. And, yeah. and like what, what kind of high school were you, were you in? Just the regular shitty yeah, old like drugs and, and yeah. oh dude <laughs> yeah the funny thing yeah like when I uh, we were there's like you know I started to meet a few other kids in high school that yeah. I realized were into this stuff like right. friends of that guy Dave yeah uh, and then a, a couple of people in my grade mm-hmm. kind of into it and uh, I think I maybe got more into it so we had our little crew of right. people you yeah. know, like five six seven yeah. people yeah. amongst like a thousand right fucking jocks yeah that's how it and seems you know like. this was in like '86 okay around there and uh, it's so crazy. They used to want to kick our ass or kick my ass for having right. my head shaved. Yeah, yeah. You put that in context. Now, everyone has their yeah, head shaved. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's yeah, like exactly. yeah, yeah. such a normal thing. Like right. you know what I mean. Five out of every ten people right. you see have their head yeah, shaved. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, man, it was just like a lot of jocks. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I didn't really have any problems. I just tried to avoid them yeah, as much yeah. as possible. Yeah. You know. And did you, you? So what did you do for like escape? To did you have uh, brothers and sisters? I have an older sister. Yeah. 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 Uh, we weren't really very close, though. Yeah. yeah. You know? I spent, <laughs> once I got my car, man, I didn't spend much time yeah, at right. home. Yeah. It was yeah. like, go to school, go to my shitty part-time job. Right. And then just go skating. Yeah. The skating was a big part of my life early yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. It was going to shows, skating. Yeah. That's it. I had a girlfriend. Right. I had a kid when I was uh, just turned 17. Okay. So that was... Uh, Interesting. Yeah. As yeah. well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, so you were, you're also into horror movies. Oh, yeah. A bit too. Uh, oh, was yeah. that something early on that you. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I guess that was another thing. Like, uh, I don't know if they had them up here or where you grew up, but Video Galaxy. Okay. Was the yeah. chain. Yeah. Like, in like, kind of like, I guess maybe it was an Eastern Connecticut thing. Yeah. Um, so, you, you know, go in there and they had the rent VHS tapes. Right. I bought a VCR, yeah. had the remote with the wire connected to the VCR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had an awesome like horror movie selection, yeah. man. They had like 
all like uh, the Fulci stuff. Oh yeah, Felicio yeah. Fulci stuff, yeah, which yeah. I love. You know, yeah. they had, of course, the Romero stuff. Right. Um, yeah. But they had everything. They had like a deep horror yeah. movie thing. Nice. So I seen uh, tons of those movies Early when on, I was yeah. younger, and yeah. that's the stuff I really like. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, Does, do you have a cutoff for for horror stuff? I mean, I try to check out new stuff. Yeah, here and there. There's, there's some new stuff that's cool. I, I'm very close-minded yeah. when it comes to new horror, though. Yeah, like, yeah. I hate CGI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. practical effects. Right, right. You know, like a big Tom Savini fan. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. think it's amazing. It's such an art form, how right. they used to do these effects. Yeah, yeah. these heads to explode. Yeah, yeah. Get the blood to spread. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when I see that shit just done, like, on a computer, yeah, I know yeah. it's cost-effective. Right, right. But a big part of horror for me is not so much like the quality of the movie as right. the uh, the ambiance yeah. and the atmosphere of the movie. Yeah. I'm a big fan of like the old Hammer movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are those great movies? Right. Mm, no, <laughs> but yeah, they, they create an atmosphere that I'm very into. Yeah. So. Yeah. Nice. And did you ever make sort of a connection between that music, like uh, horror? Like I know when I got into the when I first started getting into hardcore and I went to a friend's house and did sort of the dude, the, the guy that was showing me punk and everything, it was like Minor Threat, this and that, and then he had Earth AD by the Misfits and I remember okay. going, oh shit, this is like right. finally connecting the dots between like <laughs> yeah, that love for like comics and horror and stuff. And yeah, um, I mean, yeah, on some levels, but not, I mean, more so... When I got older, then I mean, yes, I made the connection between the yeah. misfits and stuff. Yeah, um, it's a pretty obvious connection. I never was a comic book guy. Yeah, yeah, um, which is probably a good thing because I can't right. afford another hobby. <laughs> I know, right? You yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah um, but it was more so when I got into bands uh, like Electric Wizard, oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, it sampled a lot of horror movies I had seen. I'm like, oh, I yeah. know that sample, yeah, or yeah. you know, stuff like that. That I really made the connection. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I definitely, there was definitely a connection there, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And then as far as discovering that music, so you you said you mostly got through like skateboarding. Was that through like the, a lot of the videos? It seems like most of us. Yep. Heard uh, absolutely. songs like for the first time in videos. It's it's like a running thread through a lot of these uh, yeah. conversations. Um, it's, it's yeah. Thank, thank God for those videos, <laughs> man. Yeah. There was a, a little bike shop, which eventually started to get skate stuff in there called yeah. ordinary bike shop yeah um and that's where i bought my first like real deck and all that stuff i was in a bmx before oh, okay yeah. so i would go in there and i started yeah. seeing the skate stuff come in and i yeah. was like oh, i took an interest in that yeah but yeah and they used they would rent they had like maybe 10 or 12 skate videos yeah and yeah. you could rent yeah yeah and i think the first one i rented was uh, i wish i could remember the name of it someone posted it the other day it was like yeah. nate newton or something posted it the other day yeah it was a vision video oh, yeah yeah and uh, Agent Orange yeah. did basically the soundtrack. Yeah, and yeah. had them playing live in yeah, there yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I think maybe there was some TSOL songs yeah, in there. Yeah. And that was the first time I ever heard like punk rock. Yeah, yeah. was in those videos. Yeah, okay. Um, and I just, I just struck a chord with me and yeah. I had to seek it out. So then shortly after that, they started selling Thrasher magazine. Yeah. At the skate shop, yeah, and then I would see the ads. Oh, right, right. In the you know the Puss Zone and the yeah, record yeah. reviews, oh, yeah. and uh, I can't remember the place. There was some place in there where you could mail order records and tapes. Yeah, out from Thrash like punk stuff. Yeah, and I got uh, Dead Kennedys, Bedtime for Democracy, oh, and yeah. the first Suicidal album. Nice. Those are the first two like yeah punk records I yeah. I ever bought. Right. Um. Yeah. So that that's how 
I got into that it really was from the videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah with, that's interesting. That, that yeah. that's a common. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And especially where like, if you're somewhere where there wasn't record stores or you know, we yeah, obviously didn't yeah. have the internet and that kind of stuff. So, no, and, and no. magazines didn't make it out to like Maximum Rock and Roll didn't make it out to nope. where I grew up. You had to go into Boston to discover that. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so previous to that, what kind of stuff? Like as a little kid, were you like first getting into? Before, uh, well, my parents were uh, diehard, like old school country. Oh, all right, outlaw country, all kinds of country, just you know, old stuff. Yeah, I was you know born in '72, so yeah, uh, that's basically all they played. Yeah, you know, a lot of Willie, a lot of Waylon, a lot of Johnny Cash, and uh, I obviously rejected that stuff. Right, like when I first got into punk, I was like, that shit sucks. (laughs) Yeah, but then I got really deep into it, you know, and I love that stuff. Oh yeah, now yeah. yeah. Um, to the point where I like burned myself out. Yeah, I just do it so much. But uh, for right. me, you know, so that was on in the house and the cars and stuff all the time. Yeah. The first, my first memory of buying music, uh, I bought two records: Kiss Destroyer nice. and Kiss Rock and Roll Over. Oh, all right. Nice. And uh, my parents had one of those like stereo TV console things yeah. that weighed like five thousand pounds. <laughs> like, the yeah. wooden cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the phonograph was like set inside. <laughs> yeah. I sounded awful, yeah, you yeah. know, but I, just, I would listen to those Kiss records over yeah. and over and yeah, over. Yeah. And then, you know, as I get into, I was into like, uh, I got into Ozzy. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I was into some 80s, like bullshit too, like Men yeah. at Work. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Quiet Riot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, big time Ozzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I discovered, I didn't even know Black Sabbath existed. Yeah, yeah. I knew Ozzy. Yeah, I yeah. found out about Black Sabbath through Ozzy. Yeah, which okay. Is, yeah, probably pretty backwards. All right, I might have done that too. Yeah, that. yeah, just the way timing was. Maybe it's guys our age. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember like I didn't really know about all like sort of the deep cuts of Sabbath. Like just kind of knew. No. And he did like a few of them live, you know. But uh, right. Well, I've heard yeah. you talk about. Yeah. Uh, I think it was when you had, we were talking with Keith Bennett about yeah. uh, Solar Souls for Rock and Roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was kind of my introduction to Sabbath. Yeah. Um, you know, and that the gatefold yeah, girl that, would call yeah, up. And, yeah, like, yeah. I know so many people who are like, that was their introduction yeah, to yeah, Sabbath. They were yeah, like, yeah. well, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, you yeah. know? I had Ozzy speak of the devil. Yeah. I didn't know those were all Sabbath yeah, songs. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were Ozzy songs. Yeah. I yeah. know a guy that that's his favorite. He likes that better than any of the Sabbath albums. Really? Yeah. Which And I, I like it. I, I like I, it too, yeah, but I, like, I it's mean. It's like a, it's an acquired taste because of the, the guitar playing is a little over the top, but. It's not Tony Iommi, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath, and Black Flag are my two favorite bands. Yeah, yeah. So I can't, I can't, yeah, ever say that I like that better. Or, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And I love Tommy Aldridge puts a, a yeah a different twist on sure. that stuff. And, uh, it's like when Dio on the Live Evil record, the Sabbath record, when Dio sings the Ozzy song. Yeah, yeah. It's cool, but I never quite yeah. warmed up. I love the Dio stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heaven and Hell. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Mob Rules. Yeah. I love those records, yeah. but when he goes back and sings the Ozzy stuff, it's cool, but it's yeah. just not the same. Yeah, you know? yeah. And the uh, I think you were talking about on the, the podcast with Mike about the the live sets with uh, Ian Gillen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it comes with the uh, the Born Again. The, yes. The, the, yeah. The, <laughs> like Born Again. That's a lot of record. Through, uh, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, but anyway, so do do you remember your uh, the first show you saw for like hardcore? Yeah, I went. I I didn't go to a concert 
till after I went to my first like hardcore show. Okay. My first hardcore show was Verbal Assault and the Bad Brains, the living room. Oh yeah. It was either eighty six or eighty seven, yeah. the Eye Against the Eye tour. Yeah. And uh it started at five o'clock yeah. on Friday. It was one of those Pied Piper uh like, probably. Yeah. Not yeah. Ben. Doug uh, Doug Karen, yeah, I believe was the promoter. Yeah. Um I wish shows started at five o'clock on Fridays now. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. That was the first show I ever went to and uh it just blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean That's a good one to see. As a like fourteen year old kid yeah. seeing the Bad Brains on I yeah. Side Tour. That was the first time I saw them and Really? And that was probably the that was probably the last best time you could see them. You know, I yeah. saw them subsequent times, but right. that first time was just unbelievable, yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, you can't really explain it to someone unless they're no, no. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm a big Verbal Assault fan. Yeah, yeah. So it was just those two bands. Yeah. The, uh, the old living room. Oh, yeah. You know, the yeah. bubble window. Yep. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I was like, just like totally like blown away. And, yeah. Like, scared, but excited. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great. That's the first show I went to. Yeah. Um, I think maybe shortly after that, I seen uh, Slapshot and Dag Nasty. Oh, yeah. The Rocket, which turned oh, into yeah. Club Babyhead. That was a good club. Yeah. yeah. Um, I saw a good helmet I saw in there. Helmet and I think I saw the Melvins in there, too. With yeah, they've, they've Godhead CeeLo, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I've been to a million yeah. shows yeah. there. Yeah. That, that was a great, was a great, great little room. Yeah. Um, the first, shortly after that, the first concert I went to was Beastie Boys, the License to Ill tour, oh, right. in the Worcester yeah. Central, yeah, yeah, with uh, Murphy's Law, Public yeah. Enemy, yeah, I was at that, yeah, you were at that, yeah, too? yeah, 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 that was pretty amazing too. When yeah, you think back to that, you know, and I, I was thinking about that show recently because we were talking about Murphy's Law was, you know, open that show, and I know for me at the time, and I, and I kind of hate this kind of attitude now, but at the time I remember thinking. Like Murphy's Law was like our band. Right now, like all these people were gonna see them, and I was like, no, you know. <laughs> I almost was like, I know those guys, you know. I, right. I didn't know them, but I could have, you know, because you know, hardcore sure. bands were accessible to. Yeah. Did you Did you feel that at all? Like any kind of like a little bit, but I was still really kind of new to the whole experience. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I definitely know what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Shit, I still feel that way now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to have, but like people want to have bands all to themselves, which is kind yeah, of, like. Yeah, yeah. The obnoxious, but it also makes a little sense sometimes. Really, sure, like, man. Sure, some people ruin. Yeah, shit. <laughs> once the secret's out, you yeah. Know, it's, well, there was yeah. one instance. Uh, I've been going to shows for a few years. You know, I was pretty deep into it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I explained where I grew up and the attitude, the jocks, and the rednecks yeah. and shit. Um, I was at a. I can't remember. I can't remember the show. I can't remember the venue, but it yeah. was a hardcore show. Yeah. And I looked over and like one of those dicks from yeah. like a year before that wanted to kick my ass right. was there was there right and i was like oh like this no yeah. this can't be yeah you yeah. know this can't be yeah it was inconceivable to right. me that that yeah. guy was and that was like the beginning of the end you mm. know that was like the crack in the wall yeah and i was like fuck man like you can have <laughs> your shit yeah this is my shit yeah you know yeah. what i mean yeah yeah it was very Right, protective of the, of the scene. And, uh, yeah, and then it's just you know after that the floodgates kind of opened. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people that you'd never see at a show. Yeah, or, you know. Yeah, were at shows and it was just hey, what's up, man? <laughs> Fuck you. I know. You know. Yeah, and, yeah, because it, it kind of took away that that energy too that was there yeah. early on where it was real kind of dangerous and, and absolutely and like uh, absolutely yeah, and just. That's mm-hmm. yeah. Me and uh, me and Mike Hill talk about that all the time. We probably talked about it on podcasts before. This 
there's no danger yeah. in a show anymore. And like, don't get me wrong, I don't want to go to a show and get like a bottle thrown <laughs> right. at me or get yeah, you yeah. know punched in the face or whatever. Yeah. But like, it's different. It's hard to explain unless you went to shows yeah. when there was danger yeah. there. It yeah. was just uh, the anticipation that anything could happen. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's pretty much gone. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I've been to a show, and I was like, "Oh, wow, this is pretty tense." Pretty <laughs> I know. Weird. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's like putting on your shoes going yeah. to show now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you guys were talking once about "I Hate God" shows. Mm-hmm. How those used to be. Yeah, just, now like fucking every hipster, right, every right, douchebag. Yeah, is yeah, an "I Hate kind of, God." Yeah. you know, like yeah. back, you know, back when I got an "I," and you know, I was, I bought their first album, so I yeah. guess, actually shouldn't say I came to "I Hate God" right. late because yeah. you know, yeah. They were around a few years before they had an album, yeah. but I bought. I remember buying their first album when it came out and going to see them. And yeah. dude, there was no. The only people at those shows were people like questionable people. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> the, the fucking dude from high school oh, that yeah. was on the football Wasn't team was not a, an yeah. I hate God. Yeah, show. you weren't running to those dudes there. No, yeah. no. And now it's like, I and mean, good for you know, good for I hate yeah, God because yeah. I'm sure they weren't making no fucking money back right. then. Yeah, exactly. And now you know they're doing all right, hopefully, yeah. and yeah, uh, yeah. that's good. I'm happy for them. Yeah, yeah. But it's different in a way. Yeah. I just went to see them recently, and they were great. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they kill it, man. Yeah. Also, one of my favorite bands. Yeah. But it's just different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember seeing them, and uh, and it wasn't even that early. It was at uh, the metal the metal fest in Baltimore. It was maybe. Seven years ago, six or seven years ago, they played. Today's the day played. Yob, uh, what is that called? The Baltimore Metal Why Fest. Why am I going blank on it? Too? Yeah, the huge thing they yeah, do every like year, like <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I hate God. Was, yeah, I can't, can't remember it. either. Uh, might just Baltimore. They don't need any more yeah. promotion. Man. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I remember seeing the uh, drummer sitting on a bench and just the. Uh, Watching him purchase something just from some random dude, <laughs> and then, you know, watch them play like you know half hour later. I'm like, yep. Oh yeah. And he was dead like two years. Yeah, later, yeah, like, yeah. That's sad. Yeah, he was a yeah. cool. When I uh, I lived in Boston for a brief time, yeah. and uh, those guys stayed at the house that I was living at. Okay. For a few days, actually, yeah. it was uh, I hate God and Soylent Green. Oh wow. Um, and they were all awesome guys. Man. Yeah. Yeah. The nicest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if you don't know them, I yeah. can see where people oh, right. would be like, might, yeah. I don't want any part of these guys. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Nah, they're all all Definitely. all of them are great guys. I've always heard that, yeah. 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 So so you kind of immersed yourself in seeing shows. When did you start uh playing music yourself? Uh I started trying to play yeah. almost <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, one of the first things I did, like once I started to get into this the punk and, and hardcore stuff was by a bass, mm-hmm. by an amp. Yeah. Um, I had no clue what yeah. I was doing. Right. Um, the guy Dave I was telling you about that kind of took me under his wing, took yeah. me to shows and stuff. He he played guitar. Okay. And we found some dude who like he lived in our town, but he went to like some military school. And right. He's just fucking weird yeah. dude. I don't right. know. He was into like the exploited <laughs> shit. Yeah. And uh. He tried to play drums, yeah. <laughs> and you know we went through a few, couple of years of just like doing like we didn't know what the fuck we were right. doing. Yeah, record like a demo on a boombox. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, so and didn't really play any real shows. Played like a basement show in our yeah. town. And, yeah. Like, you know, we put on yeah stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I almost I started playing pretty much immediately. Yeah. When I got into punk and yeah. stuff. Nice. And, uh, and I haven't stopped. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> And what, so what, 
types of shows were you starting to gravitate towards? Did you sort of go all over the place? or? Yeah, or? well, I mean, I was, re- you know, deep into punk and hardcore. Yeah. I was really into, like, you know, New York, the Revelation stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot of the Boston stuff. Yeah. Um, but then, I mean, frankly, man, to me, hardcore just, it got too fucking stupid. Yeah. It got yeah. too violent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it got it got like all gangster and yeah. shit, and that's yeah. when I kind of started to check out of you yeah. know quote unquote hardcore. Yeah, uh, and then I started discovering bands like the Melvins. Yeah, Sleep. Yeah, I Hate God. Yeah, yeah, you know that kind of stuff and Neurosis. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of the uh, Touch and Go and Amphetamine Reptile stuff, which I yeah. got really heavy into. Yeah, yeah. Um, how you know I found out about today is the day, yeah, and yeah. you know there were some bands that still I guess were labeled hardcore like yeah. uh, Rorschach, Rorschach, oh, yeah. and yeah. Dead Guy. Yeah, um, you know they play hardcore shows, but like they were just different. You yeah. Know? yeah, those guys obviously were listening to uh, Amphetamine Reptiles. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. You know I started to get more a little more into metal and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, dude, hardcore just got really fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah. it's it's funny too. I always say like <laughs> you can kind of argue that like Biohazard, those kind of bands where that just kind of sprung. All these different bands that they were responsible for a lot of fucking horrible stuff. That's the t- that's the time frame, man. But but they're also responsible for amazing stuff because everyone like rejected that, and then people started doing interesting stuff. So I think it was yeah, that's kind of worked it. out, you know. So it's a good you. way. To, that's a good Thanks, way. Thanks, Biohazard. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thank you. That is a good way to think of it. Yeah, yeah. Let's put a positive spin on that. That would be yeah. Biohazard. Um, my buddy Phil, that's a few years younger than me. He's, yeah. you know, he always says it to me. He's like, it's my generation that ruined hardcore, <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he's not wrong. Right, right. He's not wrong. Yeah, uh, but yeah, when that whole element came in, man, I, I just didn't understand it. Yeah, I, I just thought it was goofy. Yeah, I just wanted no part of it. Yeah, so I kind of yeah. just started to search for something else. Yeah, and uh, just by going to record stores and and uh, you know talking to people and yeah. flipping through records and finding you know tad records yeah and neurosis yeah. records and yeah. all that kind of stuff it kind of just led me down another path yeah yeah i think you know. it created like a whole world of yeah other like stuff where it was still cool to be a hardcore you could call yourself a hardcore kid but right you almost seemed more open-minded but and it wasn't like pretentious it was just like right we're doing this shit now and yeah Cool. Well, even like uh, like the Abolition Records type stuff. I mean, mm. looking back on that, a lot of that stuff was probably extreme on the other side. Right. Like, just super like emo and like, uh, I don't want to call it sissy shit. Right. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know no, what I'm know. saying? It was like yeah, overly yeah. dramatic, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, yeah. as a reaction maybe to yeah. the biohazard stuff. Yeah. But I was, you know, I was into some of that stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Bands like Downcast. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Oh, there was a lot of there was a lot of great bands. Yeah. I you know I got, well, I guess I lived in that world for for a little while too. Yeah. Uh, like Hoover and Discord oh, yeah. Records yeah. and those kind of bands. Yeah. I, I, I like all that stuff too. Yeah, that was another nice thing to find that was different. It was still considered like the hardcore scene, but yeah. it was like there was like two hardcore scenes yeah. for a while. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I definitely sided with that one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was in, yeah, I think for for people like us too, it was. Uh, was refreshing because it was yeah. it made it so you didn't have to just say oh i'm a metal guy or i'm a right it was just sort of heavy music yeah but none of it really sounded the, the right. same and right it was right. that era too i'd say like the c bands like cable cave in <laughs> converge there was a whole bunch of them, but all of them you guys were kind of doing 
yeah, yeah. different stuff. Coalesce was another one, and yeah, yeah. Well, I guess cavity it was just wow, a big. Yeah. My C section, <laughs> C section, my C area. I never thought of that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so it was an, a lot of interesting stuff. And so when you started playing guitar, you were doing more hardcore stuff. You were saying, but yeah, punk I, rock, and then I started playing bass, and then I was horrible at yeah. that. And all the bands I was playing bass in were horrible, and there was num- a number of them. Yeah. It's irrelevant what the yeah. names were. Right. They were just shitty, right? You know, bands. And then uh, I got asked to join this band, Structure, mm-hmm. um, which was from like an hour away from where I lived. A, a mutual friend that was in the band singing mm-hmm. asked me to play guitar, and I'm like, "Well, I've never played guitar." Right. And I was like, "Well, fuck it, I'll buy a guitar." Yeah. You know, how hard can it be? Yeah. <laughs> so I played in that band for like a minute, yeah. and that is what. Where I met Vic, who's the drummer of Cable, and yeah. we started Cable. Okay, um, it's also where I met Jeff Caxide, mm-hmm. who was in Cable, who went on to do ISIS and yeah. Palms. And right, he's still a dear friend of mine. Yeah, um, so that's how all that kind of got started. I just fumbled around yeah. in like bad hardcore bands, yeah. <laughs> playing bass, trying to play bass. Yeah, yeah, and then guitar in that in that structure band, and then I played guitar originally in Cable okay. on the demo and the first couple seven inches and in singles right. we did. Yeah, and then I was a horrible guitar player. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, and then eventually you know, a few other people left the band, and I right. just started playing bass and singing. Yeah, and that's where I've been doing ever since. Yeah, in in so that what were some of the what was the idea when you started Cable? Because when, when I listen to it, I hear heavy stuff, but I, I hear Discord, like the sure, like yeah. the not the Discord hardcore, but like Hoover and Lung, like yeah, that kind of more noisyish stuff. Right around the time there. we started the band, um, it was definitely heavy into that yeah. into that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, Hoover and there was a band called Lincoln from West Virginia. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, they were pretty awesome. A few seven yeah. inches out. Okay, and uh, but I was I was also around the time I had been getting into neurosis yeah. and uh you know sleep and the melvins and mm-hmm. jesus lizard and yeah tar and yeah. you know so on so on mm-hmm. um so i definitely want to do something that was not a hardcore band yeah you know yeah i don't want to sound like a 108 yeah no right. offense to 108 right right you know? i i like 108 yeah but <laughs> yeah uh, I, I didn't really know like really what i want to do i just know i didn't want it to be easily pigeonholed yeah it's yeah. like a hardcore band um so we just started messing around. Uh, I was playing guitar mm-hmm. and singing. Uh, Vic was playing drums. And then we kind of had a few other dudes early on that we jammed with that lasted like a couple practices right. and stuff. Um, never really worked out. Yeah. And then we actually played a show and I just sang. It was the first show we ever played. It was with Shelter and mm-hmm. Baby Gopal. Oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I just sang, and we got uh, that's we got this guy Matt Becker who played okay. guitar, and mm-hmm. my friend Chris was playing guitar, and that yeah. lineup lasted one show. Yeah, um, I started playing guitar and singing. Jeff Jeff was on bass. Um, we recorded a few demos, a few singles and stuff, and then I left the band for briefly. Yeah, for like a few months. Okay, and uh, we got Bernie Romanowski in the band on guitar, who's mm-hmm. uh, still in the band. Okay. Um, this was 95, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
And when I left the band, those guys decided that they wanted to uh, part ways with Jeff or uh, okay. creative differences. Or okay. Whatever. Jeff was about to move to Boston, too. Yeah. Um, so they called me and was like, hey, do you want to come back to the band, play bass <laughs> and sing? And I was like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. So I hadn't played bass since I was, you know, in, in right. years or whatever. Yeah. Um, I had to figure out how to do that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, the beginning of the band was just like people coming and yeah, going. Yeah. Uh, but influence wise, yeah, there was definitely a lot of like that Discord, the, yeah. the Hoover style Discord yeah. stuff, and yeah. uh, AMRAP, Touch and Go stuff. Yeah. I really started to get into that stuff a lot. Yeah. And, and you ended up recording with uh, Steve Austin. Yeah, that was a little was... further down the road. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. yeah, we had met Steve. Today is the day, played the tune in. Mm-hmm. In uh, New Haven, Connecticut, on the Willpower tour, and we uh-huh. had gotten a promo because uh, me and Vic, the drummer at the time, both used to book shows. Okay, um, so we get a lot of promos and stuff. Yeah, and we he got a Willpower promo. Yeah, and he's like, dude, you got to come over and hear this record. Yeah, and I gotta say, man, that record probably more than any other record uh, kind of changed the way I thought about heavy music. Yeah, yeah. I still to this day that record just blows my mind yeah. how powerful it is. Yeah. It's yeah. short. Yeah. Um it it hits everything I like about heavy music. Yeah. It's like crushingly heavy, but this this moments where it's like beautiful. Yeah. You can hear like the prog in there, like yeah. the king the old King Crimson oh, yeah, in there. Yeah. It's creepy. It's yeah, heavy. it's just I was just blown away by it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um so we then we ended up getting on that shit. I think it was us I think it was cable dead guy today is the day oh wow it was a pretty awesome show yeah and i just talked to steve that yeah. night and yeah. then we just kept in touch through the years yeah. uh, we played with them when they came through for yeah. the self-titled tour mm-hmm. a year or two later yeah um and then he ended up moving up to new england yeah, yeah. massachusetts yeah, cool. so then once he moved up here and he moved his studio from uh, nashville up here yeah that's when we kind of was like yeah all right we're gonna nice. make a record with him that was our three our third record okay we made we made two before that full links before that yeah. and then our third record northern failures we that's made one, yeah. with him yeah. yeah how was that was that experience it was great man. yeah it was yeah pretty crazy we, I, I worked with him as well you did are you yeah. recorded with steve yeah 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 and actually uh, the music at the beginning of the at this podcast is from a, the, that album that we did with him oh okay yeah, cool yeah. But, right. yeah yeah uh steve's a madman yeah man. yeah it was he's a madman yeah. like uh it was great it was a great experience uh that was our second record for hydrahead our second final record for hydrahead yeah um so Aaron gave us a really nice budget to work with. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we went into his studio. I don't know. We recorded quick. We always record quick. Yeah. I think we recorded in three days or something right. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're stoked about it, man. Yeah. Very happy with it. It's a great experience. We went back there a few other times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we became very friendly with Steve. We yeah. would go up, he'd invite us up for barbecues yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. a few of the other records we made, I wasn't as happy with the result. And that's yeah. not Steve's fault. Yeah. But we would roll up there ready to party. Yeah. yeah Not yeah. so much ready to make a record. Right, right. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd roll up there with, you know, bottles of whiskey. Yeah. Burning hog. Uh, <laughs> Burning. A lot of hog. <laughs> yes. You definitely recorded Steve. You know, so like the first time was like we were friends, but it was more like yeah. a, a business. Just, you yeah. know what I mean? Right. And then we would, the next few times we went up there, um, it was just like part. We yeah. didn't even give him a fair chance to like. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, I'm not as proud of those records as I am of Northern Failures. Right. Yeah. Um, 
and that's mainly our fault for yeah. not being serious about yeah, yeah. just being fuck ups. Right, right. You know? yeah. I don't yeah. know if you know, but we have a history of uh, being fuck ups. <laughs> I, I did not allegedly. Know yeah, yeah. Well deserved. Yeah. From just <laughs> drama in the band or uh, drama in the band, breaking up, getting yeah. back together, canceling yeah. shows, right. uh, trying to fight like other bands while they're playing. Yeah. Just d- dumb, dumb shit, stuff, man. Yeah. I'm not proud of any of yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I could look back and laugh on it. Cause right, I, right. What am I going to do? I can't yeah, fucking yeah. change it. Yeah, yeah. 46 years old, what am I yeah. going to do? Right. All I can try to do is move forward. Yeah, yeah. But we did a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. You know, we did dumb shit that got us dropped from Hydrahead. And, like, we yeah. were supposed to play uh, when Hellfest was still up in Syracuse. Yeah. Because in, like, some hockey arena or something right. it was the last day of the tour for northern failures yeah we had a day off before the day we we're supposed to play so we just went there we're like fuck it we'll just go there because yeah. i think it was day three we we're supposed to play yeah. it was a three-day thing so yeah. we just went set up our merch and shit and the tour was kind of weak for the most part yeah. you know we're losing money and right. shit and then when we got there we set up our merch and people were just fucking buying yeah. like shit like more money than we made the whole tour, yeah. you know? And yeah. for some reason, maybe alcohol and drugs might have something to do with it. <laughs> yeah. We thought it'd be a good idea if we made, like, a certain amount of money. Let's just go home. Yeah. Like, let's not just not... Play the show. No. Yeah. Well, let's not tell a promoter. Right, right. Well, let's just fucking leave tonight. Yeah, right. So that's what we did. Yeah. Like, fucking geeked out on <laughs> speed or whatever. Right. Yeah. And uh, we just didn't play. Yeah. You know, which was so dumb. Right. And yeah. there was, like, 2,000 people there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we sold a ton of shit the day before we played, so obviously people right. were there to see us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that day or two later, I got a call from Hydrahead, and they were just like, "What the fuck yeah. are you guys doing? Like, you just left? You didn't tell any? You know, right. they're they weren't happy. Yeah. I, don't, I don't blame them. Right, I wouldn't right. be happy either. You yeah. know, just shit like that. Yeah. We did yeah. a lot of dumb shit like that. Yeah. So that kind of had a hand in getting us dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, when it came to put out the next record, yeah. Um, but hey, yeah. You know. So, you, did you guys do a lot of touring? No, no. I mean, yeah. in the context of the band, 2019 to be 25 years that yeah. we've been a band, right. although a lot of off and on. Yeah, yeah. No, we did a uh, our first full length was Variable Speed Drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on Doghouse Records. We did a like a 30 day tour mm-hmm. in 1996 for that record. We left the day it came out. Yeah. And no one knew who the fuck we were. Right. Like, we played a show in Connecticut. It was great. It was packed. It was like, <laughs> right. you know, 300 people. They were like, yeah. yeah. And we drove all night to uh, Toledo, Ohio, and yeah. played to, like, fucking one right. person. And then yeah. so on and so on. And, then, you know, there was a few shows that were fun. But, like, right. I mean, we lost a ton of money. Yeah. You know, it sucked. Yeah. I mean, and then, uh, you know, we had our breakup, get back together thing. We made our second record, Gutter Queen. Mm-hmm. That was when we got signed to Hydra Head. Yeah. We played some scattered shows with that. We did a small tour down to Florida and back. Um, (laughs) We took ISIS on tour. Oh, yeah. How funny is that? Yeah. I was, at the time, I was playing in both bands. Oh, wow. I played second guitar in ISIS for a short time. Yeah. And I was still doing cable. Oh, okay. Um, That tour was, you know, ISIS had a demo out. They didn't have a record out. No one knew who they were. They were far from becoming the juggernaut that they became. Yeah. Um, you know, it, so that was like rough too, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And after that, there was uh, a few more years of radio silence before we made the Northern Failures yeah. album. Right. Um, then we did a short tour for that. I did some shows in the Midwest and stuff. Yeah. Um, the last time Cable's been on tour is 2001. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
so there's been shows, but right, yeah. No, uh, no, like the furthest away from Connecticut we've played since then is like New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's sort of your big. That's your project. And have you always been the? Like, did you do most of the lyrics for the? Yeah, I, yeah. Bur, uh, Bernie, the uh, other guitar player. Right now, the band consists of me, mm-hmm. Bernie, who's been in since 1996. Okay. Or 95, actually. Um, me, Bernie, uh, Fish is our second guitar player. He's been in the band since 2004. Okay. Um, right now, we are drummerless. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I've probably written, Bernie has written lyrics. He's, yeah. Whoever sings usually writes their own lyrics. Okay, uh, yeah. I wrote the bulk of the songs. I wrote the bulk of the lyrics, but Bernie yeah. contributes music and lyrics. Mm-hmm. Not so much lyrics anymore. He doesn't yeah. really sing too much anymore. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm the main yeah. songwriter okay. for Cable. Yeah, Gutter, Gutter Queen was the first one I heard. I, and All right, cool. I, I, it's probably my favorite, I think. of. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Get, a lot of people like that one. Yeah. We have a lot of people. A lot of people like aren't happy with us because we change directions a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, like, our, I like that though. I like when I like it too, man. Yeah. I mean, it's why I play music. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, if I was in Motorhead right. or ACDC, I would, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do that. Yeah. you know, because those bands yeah they do, do what they this do. one thing. Yeah, yeah. No one wants to hear like Cable make the same record over right. and over again, man. Yeah. Trust me. You know. <laughs> You think they don't want to hear the right. one with that change. You right. don't want to hear the same one over and over again. So I've had the same attitude since I started the band, man. I do this shit for me. Yeah. I don't fucking care if people yeah. like it. Yeah. It's great if they do. Yeah, if one other person likes it, that's a bonus. That's it, man. Yeah. What when I was saying, we did that tour in nineteen ninety six with the Connecticut show. It was a packed house. It was great. Yeah. Our record just came out, our first album, we're on top of the world. Yeah. We drove all night to Toledo, Ohio, yeah. played some shitty bar. In like an industrial park. Yeah, there was one guy <laughs> that watched us play. Yeah, there were some other people in the back right. of the bar, maybe five people. Yeah, one guy watched us play. And he yeah. came and he walked right up front, and I'll never forget. He had a white laughing hyena shirt on. Yeah, it was one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah, and I was like, oh, "Fuck, man, we're playing the one dude. Yeah. Like, I got to make a decision right here. <laughs> I'm either gonna do this and continue to do this. Yeah, no matter what." Or, you know, or I'm not. Yeah. I'm just going to fucking get in the van and go home. Yeah. So I made a decision that day that I'm just doing this f- for me yeah. and whoever comes out to yeah, the yeah. show. Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to, not going to mail it in. I'm right. Play as hard as I can. Yeah. Every time we play. Yeah. So that's what I do, man. And that's good. Yeah. yeah. There's no other way to do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you yeah. Know? No, definitely. I think that's the, yeah. that's, that's the stuff I like. And those are the people I gravitate towards, I think, that are, yeah. Have that work ethic and just yeah, I'm mailing it in. I know if I went to see a band that was like stoked to go see, and I was the only person there, and they were like, "Well, fuck, right. this, yeah, you know, yeah." I mean, I kind of have in some yeah. ways. You yeah. know, I'm not going to name the bands because yeah. I don't want to, you know, do that to them. Yeah. But I went to see some of my favorite bands, and it was like a, a handful of people. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. And they and that was you know as another lesson I learned, they always delivered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean, they always delivered. Yeah, most of the good bands will, but yeah. there's those few that, that that might be there might be a member or two that are weak and can't 
can't handle it. Just can't handle it. Yeah. That wasn't the only show on that tour. We played the one person. We played yeah. uh, a basement of an antique store oh, nice. in Appleton, Wisconsin. Yeah. I'm sure you never heard of Appleton. No. Yeah. No. Most people haven't, probably. <laughs> there was one dude in a Nirvana shirt sitting at a folding chair yeah. like in the middle of the room. <laughs> but we played. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> what, what were we going to do? You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, the band's been a lot of ups and downs. Uh, we have not put out a record since 2009. Yeah. Then almost 10 years. Yeah. But there will be a new record. Yeah. In 2019. Awesome. Finally. <laughs> in, in in this year, uh, you you guys reissued the uh, Gemini record. Yes. And, uh, uh, that was one of the records we made with Steve where yeah. like it was party time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so we were never happy. And once again, it's nothing that steve did wrong right you know right. what i mean yeah um we were never happy with the finished result yeah uh, we liked those songs we uh this guy pete peter ferris we brought on board as like a second vocalist yeah um and he has like tra- that was his first record with us he's been on every record we've done since yeah some you know sometimes there's only one song that yeah. record he has like he sings on a lot of that record mm-hmm. and we're always had love those songs yeah. and, and love what he did on the record but we were never really happy with it so to be able to go back and remix and remaster yeah. it um, it was kind of an ordeal yeah. to get it to happen, but yeah. we got it to happen. Yeah. Why it was an ordeal, I don't know. Right. Gives a fuck about yeah. it. You know, it's, like, it's not like someone's sitting on a gold mine <laughs> giving us our master's back right, after right. 15 years, but hey, yeah. some people are that way. <laughs> um, so yeah, we finally were able to go back. We went up to Mystic Valley Studios mm-hmm. uh, in Boston, yeah. and uh, Alex up there, he uh, did a complete remix. Nice. Um, then we had it remastered, and that's the Never Trust a Gemini uh, version two yeah. <laughs> that came out this year, which we're very happy with. Yeah, and yeah. uh, it's nice after all these years to kind of have it realized. Yeah, have it like how you how you wanted it. Yeah, and translation loss uh, put that out. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. the, they've put out a few other cable records in the past, and uh, they'll be putting out the new record in 2019. Nice. Cool. Too. Yeah, awesome. And uh, do you have a, like a regular? rehearsal schedule with cable or is it just sort of <laughs> when stuff is uh um, is, is happening yeah there there's has not been a steady rehearsal schedule with cable since 2009 yeah okay uh, well, obviously if you don't have a drummer who's yeah this has been a very trying year yeah. in the world of cable so yeah. this this album um has to happen yeah it will happen <laughs> yeah uh we're, we start recording in january oh nice um we're recording at mystic valley oh awesome. uh, and alex garcia rivera he yeah. plays drums in american nightmare yeah you remember kingpin oh yeah oh uh, yeah yeah i forgot played in kingpin yeah. uh he did a band called blood horse for a while okay put out a couple records on translation loss which yeah. is re- they're really good yeah. um he's gonna be playing drums on the oh, nice. on the cable record Cool. Beyond that, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. Any drummers out there? <laughs> and you, uh, you, so you do a podcast with? Uh, uh, are you? Yeah, I. You sometimes I, you're a, a guest on. Yeah, I co-host with co-host. Mike. Yeah, uh, well, it started. You know, me, me and Mike Hill. He does the Everything Went Black podcast. Uh, 
we've been friends forever and we go back yeah. a, a long way. And uh, a few times he had me on as a guest. Yeah. Uh, we went to see a, a quote unquote black flag reunion because oh, yeah. yeah. we're both huge black yeah. flag fans. Yeah. Obviously left disappointed. Yeah. Thought it'd be a cool idea to <laughs> go back to his apartment in Brooklyn and document the yeah. disappointment. Oh, all right. He had already had his podcast going. So he's yeah. like, yeah, let's, let's just do it. Yeah. And then uh, I, he had me on a few more times, you know, as a guest or whatever. And then we started doing this thing on the Everything Went Black called Topic. Yeah. Uh, we just pick a specific topic. Yeah. Whether it was a classic album or we did one on Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. We did one on uh, Henry Rollins. Yeah. Whatever. That was, a, yeah, that was the first one I had. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then Mike started DJing on a Gimme Radio. If you're familiar with Gimme Radio. Yeah. yeah. It's actually really cool. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. You can interact with the, the, the yeah. people are interacting and stuff. It's, yeah, and there's it's cool, cool, like, you know, Mike's a DJ on there. Dan Lilker from yeah. Brutal Truth, Nuclear Assault's on there. Randy Blythe from Lamb of God. There's, it's pretty cool, you yeah. know. And they contacted him about doing a podcast segment. Yeah. So we he launched a new thing uh, about a month ago called Metal Matters Podcast. Yeah. And it's available on, yeah. you know, Stitcher and iTunes and all that. Yeah. But it's through Gimme Radio. Yeah. So he asked me to co-host some of those shows with him. Yeah. He does some by himself, right. interviews people or whatever, and then right. we do like a classic album yeah. segment. Yeah. So far, we did through Silver and Blood, uh, the Rose through Silver and Blood, Godflesh Street Cleaner. We just recorded a few more of them this week. Nice. So I co I co-host that with him. Yeah. That's kind of the yeah tangled web of that. Yeah, yeah. But I do not have my own podcast. <laughs> right. Right. I think about it all the time, yeah. but then you know, this guy's like you and Mike. So <laughs> what am I gonna do? You know, the one. Yeah, I, I would definitely. I, the, I've listened to the Lilker one, and then I listened to I, which I would recommend to anyone that yeah that's into like metal and hardcore is to listen to the crossover one you guys did, which I thought oh, was uh, right amazing. And Thank the, you. And the Killers Iron Maiden one was really good. That's too. right. We did that yeah. one too. Yeah. We talked about the, uh, yeah, which I didn't know that was a cover song until oh like yeah forty nine years old and I'm just learning. This I didn't know either. Our uh, our research department, <laughs> yeah, let me know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the the crossover one was was great. And thank uh, you. I, yeah, that's just like a my wheelhouse. That music. Oh yeah, and, I mean I loved era. all that stuff and was around kind of right at the beginning of that. Yeah, you know? so yeah. I seen a lot of those bands during that time. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I have a lot of fun doing it, you know. Mike asked me to do it, and uh, a lot of fun. The Dan Loker one was cool. We did that. Mike did that interview when we were on tour. Yeah. I think it was the second day of tour at, okay. like, this bar in yeah. uh, Rochester. Okay. And the whole, you know, everyone in Tombs was just sitting there, like, drinking beers and having lunch, and, like, Dan Loker yeah. pulls up, and, like, he's got this, like, <laughs> giant ass. Yeah. It's not a Cadillac. It's right. an old Cutlass Supreme or yeah. something. That's awesome. He's a real, uh, really nice guy, man. Yeah. I mean, I was just that guy's a legend to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, he just like rolls up. He's like, hey, what's up, guys? He's the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Yeah. You know, yeah, really, really seems, cool. Yeah, that was a good interview. Yeah, Mike Mike has a lot of cool interviews coming up on the Metal Matters stuff. Nice. Um, cool. And we just recorded like three things the other oh, awesome. day. So, yeah. Nice. And, yeah. and you were uh, playing with Tombs for a little while. Yes. And, uh, for uh, just under a year or yeah. so. Um, they had a lot of uh, Turmoil Hill making their last record, yeah. the Grand Annihilation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, me and Mike have been friends. I kept in touch with them when they were down in Florida making that record, yeah. and uh, the whole band didn't make it down there, for whatever, you know. 
so they went and did some tours with kind of fill in guys yeah. uh, for that record. And then about a uh, Christmas of last year, Mike called me and asked me, you know, if I'd want to do it. Yeah. And I love tombs. Yeah. You know, Mike's a great friend. And uh, yeah, I was honored that he asked me. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, you know, let's do it. So just driving to New Jersey, like every couple of weeks, whatever, yeah. practicing down there. It's where the rehearsal space is. And then we went and uh, we started writing a little bit. You know, I mean, Mike does all the writing. But yeah. I was, uh, and then we got offered to play Hellfest yeah. in France. That was your first. That was my right. We were supposed to do <laughs> dates in the U.S. Yeah. Some of the dates had this band, the death metal band Bloodbath. Oh yeah. They couldn't get into the country. Yeah. The whole our tour with them got canceled. Oh yeah, yeah, that little yeah. Right. So my first show with Tomb ended up being Hellfest. Yeah. In front of how many? Fucking yeah, a lot, a lot of fucking people. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> by especially by in my world because right. I've never done anything like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that was uh, an amazing experience. Yeah. Um, getting thrown into the the fire like that. Yeah, the, tra- the travel over there was a, f- a complete dumpster fire, clusterfuck. Yeah. I was up for like forty hours. Yeah, you know. But like once we got there, like, they treated us like gold. Yeah. Um, we played the same day as Iron Maiden. Oh, and, awesome. uh, there was probably two hundred thousand people there. Yeah. I was you're in a sea of people. Like if yeah. we didn't have like the access, yeah, to like go backstage and take the shuttle and all right. that shit, I can't imagine being there. Oh yeah, yeah. As like, a festival goer, as oh, a yeah. fan, yeah. I don't understand how that's enjoyable for anyone. Yeah, being like right in the front, and then all of a sudden, oh, I gotta take a shit. You know, like oh, you must just shit right there. <laughs> I mean, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, I tried exactly. to get down to see Maiden. Yeah. yeah. I fought through the crowd for about 10 minutes, and yeah. then I started to have a panic attack, right. and I'm like, oh, yeah. no, fuck this. Yeah. So I went back to, like, the bar, like, yeah. the VIP bar for the bands, and just watched it on the giant oh, yeah. screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, that was amazing. And then, uh, yeah, we did a short run, um, at the end of uh, August into September, I went up into Canada mm. for four shows. And it was like ten or twelve days or something. Yeah, we were out with this band Barishi. Oh yeah, from Vermont. Vermont, yeah. Fucking great, great guys. Yeah, uh, great band. Mm-hmm. Um, and then life just got in the way. Yeah, you know, uh, I had some stuff at home that. I just can't be on the road. Yeah, yeah. And in 12 days isn't even really yeah. being on the road. But right. he, some things, you know, during that time happened and mm-hmm. I, I couldn't make the commitment. Yeah. Because, you know, they're going to make a new record and right. they're probably going to tour Tours most of 2000. Yeah. yeah. And I was all in to do that Yeah. until I realized that I can't really do yeah. that. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, so, I mean, everything is cool. It was a clean yeah. break with those guys. Yeah. I love those guys. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're like brothers to me. Yeah. Um. So I wish them the best. Yeah, I am yeah. not doing any more stuff with tombs, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, right, but yeah. I'm not. Yeah. So but you get in uh, slow death. Is that a uh, still a thing? No, no. Slow okay. death is done. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want it to be done. Yeah, yeah. But it is. Yeah. Beyond my control. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I went from being in like three bands. <laughs> Yeah, to being in uh, just the same band I've been in forever, yeah. Cable, uh, yeah. which works at a snail's pace. And, right. Um, but this year, no, not this year. Next year will yeah. be a, hopefully a big year for Cable. Yeah, by our standards. Yeah, we start recording in January. Yeah, hopefully finish in February. Um, records coming out in translation loss. The artwork is done. All the songs are written. Nice. We have Alex to play drums on the record. Yeah. Um, my friend Jeff, 
uh, Caxide mm-hmm. from Blade Isis, Blade and Palms. He did a solo project called Crone. Okay. He's going to contribute a track oh, right. on the record. Uh, my friend Graham, the guitarist for Barishi, he's mm-hmm. going to guest on a song nice. playing guitar. Mike Hill is going to contribute probably some vocals and guitar. Yeah. Um, so I'm very excited about the record. Yeah. It's going to be nine tracks. Nice. Um, hopefully be out in the sometime in the summer. Yeah. Shows. We'd like to if play they, some shows. Yeah, if you can make it happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. You yeah. know, we don't really have a steady drummer. Yeah. You know, at this point. So, yeah. I don't know. But I'm excited yeah. about the record. Yeah. yeah. Is, is, now, with the record, is this one a theme? Like, do you do like themes for like a whole record? We only did that once. Yeah. Uh, our last re- studio album, The Failed Convict, that came out yeah. in 2009. Yeah. That was a, uh, a concept, like a concept album. thing. Yeah. yeah. I was just. I was really bored, like I, with the lyrics. I didn't know which way. I'd been doing the same thing for a while, yeah. you know. And I was like, I want to do something different. Yeah. And I was like, kept thinking about a concept record, right? And I'm just like, that's so fucking cheesy, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, I'm not fucking good enough to right. do that. Yeah, yeah. Do it good, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm not Roger Waters, right? You know? But I was like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. I just came up with a very simple concept. Yeah, I'd been wanting to do a record for years. Uh, I say a solo record, but yeah. I'm not talented enough to make a solo record. Yeah. So I was just going to call on all these people I know right. that are more talented than me to contribute <laughs> to it, put my name on it. Uh, so I kind of took from that idea and made it a cable idea right. in some ways, not yeah. completely. Right. But uh, that, yeah, the failed convict was basically about a guy who escapes from jail and his mm-hmm. adventures on his way from Tennessee to California. Nice. Um, I don't know how evident that is. Right. If you just listen to the record, right, but right. And we tried to, I tried to make it evident. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> this record will not be a continuation of that. Yeah. It's just nine songs yeah. of angry, yeah. loud. Well, not, they're not all angry and loud. Yeah. I'm going to actually take a crack at doing an acoustic song on the record. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's probably a total failure, but <laughs> fuck it. Try it. Not? <laughs> yeah. Mean, yeah. I always thought too having like a concept, at least with me, with like with my last band. Sometimes it made me uh, gave me like a like a focus. Sure. At least just to because I a lot of times I'm so scatterbrained with yeah like, oh in creative in creativity. So if in, at least in my head I was like this is a you know I didn't have to sell it as that or tell anyone else. But right if I had like a theme in my head, it, it sort of made it a little easier to. It definitely came to into work the towards something. Yeah, it definitely came into the songwriting. Um, we came up with the concept idea. I mean, almost right out of the box. But I had a couple songs written going into it. So, but once we really started building the album and writing more songs and knowing we were doing the concept, it yeah. did affect the way I wrote songs. Yeah, and like I tried to create moods that kind of coincide. Yeah. with the story: loud parts, quiet parts, yeah, yeah. different kind of. You know, maybe yeah. kind of approach the songwriting yeah differently than yeah I would. definitely yeah which uh you know i thought about doing that again but uh, i mean we did it once yeah i don't know yeah maybe 10 years from now <laughs> do a follow-up <laughs> so as far as uh music what do you uh what are you listening to nowadays for what's getting you uh, uh new stuff like st- like from like for this, new, this for year new, yeah new newer, stuff? yeah um i me and mike just did a top five thing the other yeah. day Let's see if I can remember my top five from 2018. Number one was the Sleep album. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been waiting. 
yeah. like all of us Sleep fans, for a yeah. long time for that album. And yeah. to me, it did not disappoint. No, no, I no. absolutely love that album. Yeah. I've listened to that record more than any other record in 2018. So yeah. it's easily yeah. number one for yeah. me. Uh, the new Voivod album. Yeah, it's great, week. isn't it? Yeah. So good. Yeah. Man. It's, it's not fair that that's that as good as... Uh, it's cr- it's yeah. crazy how good it is. Yeah. It really is. Uh, do you know Kevin Stewart Panko? No. He's no. a writer, metal writer, and okay. he does a lot of touring with bands, uh, doing merch, tour managing and stuff. He's from Canada. He came with us on the Tombs tour to do merch. Okay. And he, he like, turned me on. He's like, dude, you got to hear the new Voivod. Yeah. Like, it's pretty out there. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah. I'm a, you know, I like a lot of old pra. I love King Crimson. Yeah. I'm a huge King Crimson yeah. fan. I hear a lot of that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. In the new Voivod yeah. album. Yeah. Uh, I love that album. Yeah. Uh, the new Hot Snakes album. Oh, yeah. That was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. I'm a big Drive Like Jehu fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And all the early Hot Snakes stuff yeah. I like too. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot to put that on mine. I had. I always, yeah, there's yeah, always ones you I know. forget. Yeah. Just, that's three. Oh, the, uh, the new Judas Priest album. Yeah. Yeah. The Firepower. Good. Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah, Didn't yeah. expect much. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, kind of brings me back to like the painkiller yeah, days. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's, I thought that was really solid. Yeah. Um, the Doctor Octagon. Record. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if you do hip hop yeah, at all. I do. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I'm a big Cool Keith fan. Oh yeah. So I thought yeah. that record was was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and then there's you know there's other records I liked a lot. Uh, the new Eagle Twin record, the new Cruiser yeah. Conformity record. Yeah. The Yob record. Yeah. Yeah. This is. There's still stuff. a lot of good stuff out there, I think. Yeah. I try what I listen to on the way here. I listen to the new Crows of Conformity, and yeah. then I listen to uh, Codeine, White, oh, nice. White Birch. Oh, that's a fun, great record. And yeah, once I get off the highway, I yeah. want to calm it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm a, just... I'm a scatterbrained with music, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll go down into my like little basement area, my vinyl on yeah. my wood stove, and uh, a couple of beers and whatever. And, yeah. Uh, I'm all over the place. Yeah, and yeah. I'm I like, do that too. I have yeah. no uh, no attention. Like I yeah. listen to a hundred different things <laughs> yeah, yeah. in one night. All you know over the place. Mean? Yeah, I like too much shit. That's the yeah, problem. yeah, yeah. That's same here. Yeah. How about Definitely. what was the your, your uh, top records? Yeah, mine was probably. Let's see. Uh, I made a list too. Fuck. Was the I sleep had, on it? Sleep was on there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that record was great, and uh, I missed that show. I had tickets to when when they were here uh, in in Boston. Yeah, yeah, Boston we went. One. It was yeah. Uh, yeah. I went. It was good. Two years ago to see them up in Portland. Okay, and, I didn't uh, go to that, but I went the year before when they played Boston. Yeah, and I went. I seen them in Atlanta. Yeah, once. Okay. Oh, they were great all three times. I always need an excuse to tell this story or at least <laughs> reference it because my my friend Zach, who was in that black helicopter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he was supposed to be on it. He's Going to do an episode of this at some point, but cool. We went to see Sleep in Portland, and he ate something before, and uh, did not make <laughs> make it into the show. Oh he no! Fell asleep. He had to stay out in the car. He took too much. He took too much of a, a brownie. <laughs> I took too much of something. Uh, when uh, well, I, I should say I took just enough. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I avoided that. Uh, yeah. But I was freaking out. No, no, I wasn't freaking out. I was on the line of yeah. freaking out. But I actually had an amazing time. Yeah. Um, but it could have easily went wrong. Yeah. A few years ago, me and some friends <laughs> went down to New York to see uh, Sam Hain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sam Hain, Midnight, yeah. Goat Whore, whatever. Right. And uh, yeah, I ate something. <laughs> and it was like, 
it was intense. Yeah, yeah. But it was good. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, good. Yeah. Could have yeah. went either way. Yeah, I almost good. had to leave that, that sleep show. I was like just on the edge and I, I may I the last the bridge or whatever. The last sleep show was good though. Yeah. In that department. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figured out a balance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to figure out the balance. Uh, but yeah, the, so the sleep record was on there. Uh, what else did I have on there? The High on Fire record I love. Oh, that yeah. Great. That's yeah. great, too. Yeah. That's great, too. On uh, Earth is, is a band, a good friend of mine. It's not usually my style of metal. Right. But their new record was really good. I definitely know the uh, band. I yeah. didn't yeah. check the record out, though. Uh, what else? They're hip-hop. Uh, uh, Master Ace. Oh, yeah. The record that was really, it's really good. I didn't check that out. Maybe yeah. I check that out. Uh, that guy, Freddie Gibbs, put yeah. out a record that's pretty good. I gotta check that out too. Yeah, I, I'm definitely out of the loop with the yeah, that stuff, hip hop yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, I just don't keep up with it. And then like someone will be like, "Hey, did you check this out?" And I'm like, "No." Yeah, I, but I will. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, Czar uh, Face is really good. A friend of mine just turned me on to that this week. Oh, all right. Yeah. His younger brother actually does some of the beats. Oh, all right. That stuff. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, just an old college. hardcore dude. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went to college with the, both oh. of those the two the, the two white guys. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, George, and, uh, and then they get the inspect the deck from right Wu Tang. But yeah, so they did a, the record with MF Doom this year. That was right. I put up there too. Action Bronson was another. I, I he's got know. he's got a new one. He's kind of a that's the big white guy. Yeah, right? yeah. With the big I never white, heard yeah. his. Stuff. Yeah, he's he's all right. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So, but yeah, there's still a lot of. Good stuff, and then reissues like. Oh yeah, that's the. You guys were talking on the about like the Iron Maiden, like, uh, on the uh, Killers one. Just like how many times they like reissue. Oh yeah, like we bought the album like ten times. I bought. I just bought uh, this again the other day just to get Number of the Beast to get this stupid fucking statue, and and I have the CD of it. I'll probably never. (laughs) I'll probably never even open the CD because I have it. I have it in on my Spotify. I have the CD. I have the record. You know. Yeah. So it's just a yeah. sealed. <laughs> Dude, so I do the same thing all the time. Yeah, and yeah. I do it with Blu-rays and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, one of my favorite old horror movies is Maniac. Oh, yeah. Um, I must have bought that fucking movie 10 times. Yeah, yeah. And it just came out again. Yeah. Like a 4K restoration. Yeah. And I'm going to fucking buy it. Yeah. I'll probably spend $40 on yeah. it like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing that with heavy metal. The cartoon. Oh, really? I bought that Blu-ray and then there's yeah, another one coming out. I'll buy it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, there's there's a bunch of reissues this year. The one that come, uh, the Verbal Assault Trial reissue. Oh yeah, yep. That's one of my favorite records. Yeah, I love that record yeah. so much. So I was psyched about that. Yep. But um, yeah, yeah. And music in general, like this, how the way the scene is, and just how people sell music and buy music nowadays. How do you feel like that's different now? You know. Just the way kids, you think it's like miss they miss out on, like just listening to a record. Like at risk of sounding like an old man, <laughs> yeah, which I am an old man, yeah, so I don't yeah. really care. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for kids yeah. today, yeah, because although it's so easy to not make any missteps, yeah, because you can check out anything yeah, you find before you spend thing. a dime on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, the thrill is gone. Yeah, as BB King said. Yeah, yeah. Those kids will never experience buying music or uh, acquiring or experiencing music like guys our age did. Yeah, you know, and that's just yeah. a fact. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's sad. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it was so much fun, man. Yeah, I, I spent so much time of my youth 
hunting for. I mean, you could still go hunt for records, but like you know what everything sounds like now. Yeah. Before, or if, if you're in a record store, you're like, oh, this looks cool. Right. You can just go on YouTube and listen to yeah, it. Yeah. Or go sure on Apple it's... Music. Right. Yeah. You know, and hey, that's great in a lot of ways. Yeah. But the experience of buying music is totally different now. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, being a guy who occasionally puts out music. I am absolutely disgusted with the way music. That's what, another reason I love the Sleep album. Yeah, no one knew there was a new Sleep yeah, album. Yeah. They, I mean, someday right. it was coming yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, just one day they said, "Hey, yeah. tomorrow there's a new Sleep album yeah, coming out." Yeah, now not every band can do that, or yeah. they can. Right, but, you know, yeah. I I absolutely hate the like promo promotion wheel. Oh yeah, every everything from like the new U two album. To like a small hardcore record yeah. seems to be like everyone has to go through a PR place yeah. and then they stream a song and then there's an album premiere and it's just like, you know, it's all, everything's social media yeah. now. It's like the yeah. only way, I mean, I'm guilty of being on social media too, yeah, yeah. but it's just like after a while, man, it's just like white noise. Yeah. Yeah. About it's this cool. song stream, this right. album stream, yeah. this premiere, that pre- Yeah. I don't care. Package deals and fucking. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like. And when the cable record comes out next year, it'll probably be the same shit. Right. Because if that's what the label wants to do, they gave us money to make the record. Right. I'm not going to tell them yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I just, I don't know. Something about it to me just feels very, like, homogenized. Yeah, yeah. It's very stale. Yeah. It's like, I just find myself, like, like shit just turns into white noise. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's even just like, the same album yeah. covers and just the, yeah, the blur it, of Everyone's just, like, stuff. get stepping over everyone else to try to, like, I mean, they're not trying to shove it down your throat. They're trying to sell records, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But it doesn't. It just feels like the walls are closing in on yeah. me. Like, oh, there's this song streaming this album. Right. Did you hear that? I'm like, no, no, yeah, I don't care. I know. Yeah, I miss the days. <laughs> and I think the other thing kids are missing out, or kids are just people, is uh, like an artist just developing their catalog of music and yes. having that like. Like Black Flag or Sab, well, maybe Sabbath gets a little weird after a while. Right, right. That one section of there, it's like a whole like when you discover that band, you can then go backwards and right. discover all that stuff. And ah, bands yeah. aren't. I don't think bigger bands are like doing that as much. You know, I think I it's the so smaller bands like you know Cable or just bands in the underground that are over time you know this is our art that we're putting out right. and this is what we create and right if you like it that's awesome and for sure if a hit happens at some point and that's what <laughs> labels used to do you know they used right. to you know right. invest you know they weren't like put a record out and like oh it didn't sell a million copies so fuck this you know they well, would let you put out 10 records and then right, well, oh, right. if you happen to get a hit that's great there right. is no de- you're right there is no like developing yeah. things I wonder what record labels are going to do when this vinyl craze yeah kind of ends and... ends because it will yeah yeah you know, I'm a vinyl guy I love yeah. vinyl but yeah. like it's it's at it's probably at it's peak right now yeah and it's gonna end yeah my, my wife was in a grocery shopping and like Aldi's yeah. the other day and sends me a, like a picture I'm like what is this it's like a Johnny Cash vinyl they had like vinyl the- <laughs> rack and an Aldi's really yeah they have it at Target now they have the, the, the yeah you know that shit ain't gonna there. last man yeah you know what it's ain't weird. gonna last yeah you know it's yeah I don't, yeah the, I, I do feel bad for people today that didn't get to experience yeah. what we did yeah you know yeah. although I spent a lot of fucking money on shitty records yeah it's part of the deal, man. Yeah, yeah. It's not I part know. of the deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you would go in and just buy the new 
your favorite band's record and yeah you know, like i remember at the time buying uh in my head by uh black flag yep. and hating you know now i love that record but yeah yeah at the time just you know this was a new black flag record but just i didn't really dig it at the, i didn't get it at the time and it took me a because loose nut i love yeah i oh, love yeah, that record yeah, yeah. and uh well, yeah, that we, uh, me and Mike touched on that at some point. I'm sure in my head, we actually considered doing a classic album for In My Head because oh, yeah. we just want we like to pick albums that we think are classic. Yeah, albums, yeah, yeah. You know? I think that's good. Yeah, yeah. I don't think most people don't think In My Head is a yeah. classic album. Yeah, but we love more that sort of the go-to. Yeah, this is this whole faction of people out there. I mean, this doesn't really have anything to do with what you're talking about, but mm. there's this whole faction of people out there that like. All the Rollins, Black Flag stuff, they just disregard. Oh, yeah, I hate that. Fuck those people. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I say. Fuck I, those I people. I say that, too, yeah. I yeah, mean, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I, I, no way. The first thing I heard by them was Rollins, the damaged album. and Yeah, man. Maybe the TV party single. But I, I don't know. Although, I don't think he's on there. But uh, Not on the single, no. Yeah, but I yeah. Think he, yeah. Uh, well, Keith Morris is fucking great, dude. Yeah, yeah. But Keith Morris is the singer of the Circle Jerks. Yeah. Exactly. And off, and the you other know? guy Ron was Ron whatever. Reyes. That's the guy I've seen. Oh, with yeah, the, his yeah. guy sang on like seven songs. Right. Yeah, I mean, and they weren't and not even, very well. Yeah, and they weren't realized. It didn't. It wasn't. I agree. The Black Flag. I love the scary, just right. weird. My favorite kind of, of the early singers was Dez. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But all those guys, they sang on like a handful of songs. Right. Yeah. I think Rollins, uh, the classic lineup for me was Rollins, Fuck you. Uh, Bill Stevenson, and Kira, or, or Dukowski, obviously. And, you know, yeah, I love Dukowski, but the fact is, Kira played yeah, on yeah. more records that I like. I mean, yeah, yeah. Damage, of course, is it damaged. Yeah, yeah. But I actually love everything after Damage. I love yeah. the records after Damage yeah. more. Yeah, I do too. My, I almost go towards slipping in a little more than My War, too, which is kind of sacrilegious. My War. It is and it isn't. My, yeah. I, my War's my go-to, but yeah. Yeah. they're all my go-to. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they're yeah. one of my favorite bands. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Did you ever get to see them? With, with, no. Yeah. I missed, dude. I think it was... Did you see them? I did. Did you see them at Emerson times. College? I didn't see them. I saw them at the channel on the My War. That was my first. And, but at the time, I, I, I liked them, but... I you wish you could go back and yeah, time yeah, and see it. Yeah, now. yeah, because I didn't. I don't think I appreciated it as much as I, I would now. Yeah, the, I just missed the, the all those guys that I went to to that Bad Brains Verbal Assault show. Yeah. they all went to the in my Blackful. head tour, which yeah. is like a, three weeks or a right. month before. Yes, yeah. so I just, just I just it. wish I had seen it. Yeah, yeah. even at the time, right. I probably I remember back early on '88 maybe seeing Blast. Oh yeah, on the I saw take, them once. Take the Manic Ride tour. That and was equal to seeing Black, I think. Like, <laughs> I mean, they are the best Black Flag clones of all oh, yeah, time. Yeah. I love Blast. Yeah, yeah. Insane players. Yeah. Powerful band. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, the Take the Manic Ride record was a little different. Didn't sound as much like Black Flag. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is cool. If I could go back and see that show now, I'd appreciate oh, yeah. it way more. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the age thing that, that curses us. Because I, I, same with me, I missed like... Minor Threat and the Misfits by like six months, I think, like right. before I started going. Right. But just getting greedy what are you gonna now. Do? Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, <laughs> I know. It's like, you get to see these, you know, all these other bands. But so what would be, what's your go-to for a Sabbath? For where, where do you? I mean, it's still obviously the Aussie stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have definitely grown to really like 
uh, Heaven and Hell mob rules. Yeah. And Dehumanizer. Yeah. Dehumanizer is great. The, you know, the Dio shit. Yeah. And I, I like Born Again. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't fuck with those yeah. early Sabbath records. Yeah. You can't do it, man. Yeah. Like, I'll listen to those records forever. I've been yeah. listening to them since I was in high school. Yeah. I, I'll probably put one on on the way home and it'll yeah. sound just as fucking yeah. good. Yeah. Um, is Ozzy the singer Dio is? No. Right. But he's fucking Ozzy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and no one can sing those songs like him. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I yeah. mean, the first five records are my go to. Yeah. I don't have an answer. Yeah. Every day it could change. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I've still, to this day, I give technical ecstasy a spin like once a year. Me too. And I'm like, eh. there's moments. Yeah. There's yeah, moments. Yeah. I think it's track two on there. Yeah. There's like the keyboards and shit. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love that song. Yeah. Can't, I think yeah. it's called You Can't Change Me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Never Say Die and Technical, technical Ecstasy, I guess, spit it yeah. out, are not great albums. Yeah. But they have moments. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, but everything before that, oh, yeah. to perfect. me, is yeah. fucking flawless. Yeah, every second of music on the yeah. up to uh, yeah. Sabotage, I guess, would be. Yeah, I think that's the last yeah. one before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sabbath and Black Flag are my two favorite two fa- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Although, the you know, after uh, Born Again. Yeah. There's some darkness there with Sabbath. Yeah, yeah, I never, I didn't even, and I, I've had, I have some friends that tell me, I, you really have to check this one out and this one, and I'm like, I just, I'm sure there's some nuggets in there. Yeah, yeah, but this one's real doomy, and I'm like, no, it isn't. <laughs> it came out in 1990 or 80, right, eight or whatever. It's not doomy, no way. Yeah, like uh, Tony but, Iommi's Black Sabbath. Yeah, yeah, like a couple of them. Yeah, Seventh Star, Seventh Star, Tear, supposed tier. to be really good. I, and those every once in a while I'll check check them out and it just doesn't I just I'm not comfortable with calling it Sabbath I, I, just, I know I, I just I know did you read uh, Tony Iommi's book I did yeah, I did Iron Man yeah. yeah that was cool that yeah. was definitely cool yeah it was uh, he was good he just like seems like a sweet dude just like yeah old yeah nice British guy did you see them on any of the recent touring they did I didn't I saw them the, f- the very first one of those they did with Ward like, still playing drums no, no, they had, uh, or maybe it was the second one. It was the guy from Faith No More. Was the, I think it was the first Ozfest with like Pantera, uh, okay, Machine okay. Head. But I, I think yeah, they had Mike Borton playing. Drums. I didn't see them then. Yeah, I seen them on the last two, the end tour, yeah. and then the one they did when the thirteen album oh, just yeah, came yeah. out or whatever. Yeah. I, I thought they were fucking great both yeah. times. Yeah, you know? yeah, they were. They gave me the chills when I saw them. Like, Same here, man. Doing, the lights went was, down. Yeah, and the sirens. Fucking War yeah. Higgs came yeah. on, and you know the song's pretty played out. Yeah, just like Iron Man and Paranoid. Yeah, I still love them. Yeah, but being there, having never seen them, yeah, yeah. Like, it's a whole different. You know, oh yeah, it gave me chills too. Yes, yeah. they were great. And Ozzy was on both nights. Yeah. I mean, I know he has rough nights. Yeah, yeah, on those tours, but yeah. uh, that nah, was great. Man. Yeah, when Heaven and Hell did that tour, I went up to uh, Lowell and saw them. How was that? For, it was fucking great, and I had never uh, for years. I just. It was a long period where I was like, I don't go in the front anymore. Like I always, right. but I was like, fuck this. It, Cause it was general admission on the floor. I'm like, so I was like 10, 15 feet from Dio and geezer Butler. And it was just like, it was Dio's just sounded so fucking good. Like, I did not go to the show in Connecticut and boy, do I fucking regret yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I think they played, <clears throat> do you remember the opening act on that? I don't. Was it? Cause they played at the, 
the casino, one of the casinos in Connecticut, yeah. and it was Heaven and Hell and Motorhead. Oh yeah, well, it definitely was a Motorhead. And I didn't go. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things I look back. I go, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> that was that important. I, know. I didn't go. You know, I do that a lot of times. There's like a lot of like Motorhead. I only saw it once with. Uh, I ended up seeing them quite a few times because yeah. today is the day. Oh, they did the tour when. They yeah, were, and yeah. I, I went to the Hartford show and the Providence show. Oh, right. Steve invited me to go yeah. or whatever. So nice. yeah, it was. And then I seen him a few other times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, always great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then for uh, what was the other band we were talking about? Uh, Flag. Sabbath Black Flag. Oh yeah, I get, yeah. Did you ever? What did you think of that last record they did with that? I think it's a piece of shit. Yeah, I think it's, it's a weird. fucking embarrassment. Isn't it? From the cover. Yeah. To everything about it, man. It's you so know, ridiculous. Like, I, me and Mike Hill went to that show, <laughs> and I was fucking. Depre- dude, depression had a hold of me. Yeah, so <laughs> I was got- so fucking <laughs> bummed out. You guys did a, an episode of talk uh, right a- when we got home. We went to the show. We drove to New yeah. York. Yeah, met Mike. We walked over to the show. Yeah, went to the show. Stopped at a bodega, got yeah. a couple beers, went back to his place, and recorded immediately. Oh, all right. It's an old episode of I'll Everything Went Black that. from yeah. May of whatever that yeah four I'll, years I'll have ago. To, or I'll have to look for that. It was fucking depressing, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like the only cool, I, I'd never seen Black Flag. Yeah. So being in the same room, seeing Greg Greg yeah. in play guitar and yeah, perform, yeah. Uh, you know, Black Coffee. Yeah. And my War and yeah. shit was cool. Yeah. The fucking drummer was weak. Yeah. A bass player was irrelevant. Yeah. And Ron Reyes fucking yeah. sucked. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Like yeah. So, I mean, any footage I saw that was awful. I had nothing positive to say about it, and it's just like the fact that Gin marched that fucking shit show out yeah. there, and then they did a second round of touring with, with uh, Mike Vallely. Yeah. Right, and then the venues really they played were like a quarter of the yeah. size. Oh yeah. And then they were supposed to do a third round. Yeah. And no one wanted to book them, yeah. from what I heard anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know that for yeah. a fact, but right. that's what I heard. Yeah. I have a couple friends that book shows. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, hey, flag might come and play like your fucking kitchen. <laughs> right. It's just a fucking desecration yeah. Yeah. of the name. I mean, yeah. just look at the fucking artwork on yeah. that album. I don't know why. Like, King... <laughs> yeah, when I saw that, I was like, this. Uh, yeah, it's know. like a speechless thing. Like, and listen, if Rollins doesn't want to do it, whatever. If Kira doesn't want. When you look at the roster of bands, right, yeah. in SST, yeah. this fucking guy must have burned, again, he must yeah. have burned every fucking bridge there <laughs> yeah. is because you yeah. could put together, you could close your fucking eyes yeah. and put together a band and call it Black Flag, have Mike Watt play bass. Yeah, I know. Have Eugene Robinson Seriously. from Oxbow I know. sing. Yeah. Oxbow was yeah. on SST at one time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have yeah. fucking Jay Maskus. Yeah. Do, he can do anything. Have yeah. him play drums. Yeah. He's a great drummer. Like, yeah. But he, you know, the rumor on the street, I don't know this shit for a fact, but yeah. I've heard for years, like, he's just fucking burned yeah. everybody, so yeah. no one wants it. When you look at this band he marched out there, yeah. who are, they, who are yeah. these yeah. fucking guys? I remember that. <laughs> I don't know who they were. Yeah, out of all those people. And then the the thing with, uh, that Keith Morris had, with the, the basically it was the Descendants with Keith Morris. Flag. Flag was amazing. That was I didn't see it live, great. but I, I did. Just, I watched the video and I went to uh, the Sinclair in Boston when yeah. they did a second tour. The first oh, yeah. one I didn't go to. Yeah, and I regretted it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, they're never going to do this right. again. Yeah. So I went. And, dude, it was it was like redemption. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. You know I've what I mean? That. Yeah. Dez sang some of the shit oh, at yeah. the end. Yeah. It was most mostly Keith singing. Yeah. But Dez yeah. sang some of the shit oh, yeah. at the end. Yeah. It was fucking great, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just blew away. Yeah. The thing that Gary yeah. marched out there. 
on the uh, we were talking about before the we came on the Mojack uh, podcast. Yes. Uh, which we we begin to shout out a lot on this lately. Cool. The, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but one one of the episodes they did, I can't remember who it was with, but he. I think he was going to interview or write a book on SST or, or he was, and he was yeah. at a show and had like a confrontation with, with Mike Vallely and like, Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Who was that? It was a really interesting story. It was like, again, was like kind of going along with it. And then all of a sudden he was like, yeah, Mike Vallely whispered to him and he's like, yeah. And then the dude was like, basically get the fuck out of here. Like, Cause I guess Vallely was, was the manager. Yeah, he was the manager. And then that... Oh, band he was in good for you yeah they were the opening act yeah, on yeah. The, it was like all the same guys though. yeah it was yeah, the same band yeah. <laughs> um yeah it was such a weird yeah i can't remember the guy's name you're talking yeah, about yeah i hope that book comes out yeah 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 i'd like to uh yeah like the, to that. you I, don't you don't know mojack yeah podcast yeah it's definitely like, good i'd like to know too I, I should ask them if gin is aware he must be aware of the podcast and i'm wondering what is uh you would think so but opinion I, of it. I haven't heard a thing about that guy yeah in years now who fucking knows yeah i think the last thing i heard was he was in trouble for like domestic yeah i, heard, I don't know the details something or something but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah who fucking knows <laughs> um he's probably down in that <laughs> warehouse in taylor texas <laughs> fucking eating mushrooms yeah, or something yeah, yeah. who knows what that guy's up to yeah <laughs> Um, we'll close it out with uh, I was uh, with some episodes I was asking people this and then I stopped doing it but uh, the Faith Void record where, where do you uh, uh, where do I stand on yeah, that? yeah classic man yeah yeah. Who, what side do you like better on that well I'll say this if you're gonna say the Faith Void record and yeah. limit it to that yeah. I'll go Void yeah yeah. although the Faith Subject to Change 12 inch yeah. is one of my favorite Discord releases oh, yeah. of all time. Yeah, that's my I love idea. that record. Yeah, but definitely got to go void. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. Gotta go void. I like the Faith side. Yeah, the yeah. Faith side to me though, like Faith wasn't really developed yet because when you yeah. listen to Subject to Change, 12 yeah, that's inch, a record. Yeah, it's a little yeah. more developed. Yeah. you know, like uh, the Faith shit just kind of sounds like a like a cool punk band. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But the Void side is special because mm. nobody fucking sounds like Void. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Nobody sounds like Void. Yeah. I think when, when you did that uh, crossover podcast, you were kind of talking about that was, could argue that was like one of the first sort of metal. Yeah, I'm actually Mike metal. brought that up. Yeah. Not me, but uh, I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I saw them once in in Boston and uh, what's his name? The guitar player. Bubba uh, Bubba was wearing a sleeveless uh, Motley Crue shirt have you is, seen void yeah yeah they played it Jesus but it was after after they uh it's in there's a i think there's pictures in that triple x fanzine book from that show it was a, a hall show with uh i can't remember who else played on that but they were they were kind of you can find that stuff there's a bootleg of of that era of stuff yeah what red tie or a red uh there's a bunch of stuff that they recorded and they just never released. It was, uh, it was right. A so they're more, more like a, they were like a full on metal. They were pretty much right? full on metal at that point. So it was. It was I don't like this frag I saw. Yeah. It's still cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard that stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is, how does that How does that rank against uh, SSD? Uh, uh, how we rock. What's, I like how we rock a little better. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe just because I listened to that record a lot and. It came out when I was probably 16, 17, and 
it just I don't know. When I listen to it now, it it sounds like a hardcore record. When I listen to it then, it sounds like a rock record. <laughs> but, you can uh, see that. But I, see I, that. I but a lot of that stuff just didn't. Age. The, the, the one after that was I can't listen to that record. Break it up. Uh, the oh, one I yeah. did after that, and then just yeah. the Boston bands that did that. I don't think uh, the only one that sort of aged well is the Fu's when they they kind of went a little more rock. Yeah, but I uh, think that stuff has been good. The, the Dys. When they went metal, it was a little corny. And then they've gone like street punk or whatever <laughs> since then. I don't know if you've ever seen. Uh, I went to that gallery. Yeah, yeah. Reunion show. Yeah. And the whole show was everyone. Yeah. Dude, to me, though, Jerry's kids. Yeah, that's the band. They stole that's, the show. Yeah. yeah. And, and the Freeze should have been on that show. I, it's I agree. Like a, They're always a band that gets fucking left out of everything. Yeah. Conversation. Yeah. Because they're from like the Cape or something. Or yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Them and uh, like Psycho and Cancerous Psycho. Growth or. Yeah, those, those bands always kind of. Um, Jerry's Kids is this my world? That's one of my favorite hardcore records. Of oh yeah, time. yeah, that's that's very. I can listen to that any. Yeah, uh, you know the band His Hero is gone. Oh yeah, you ever hear their cover of? Uh, I think they do Lost or Raise the Curtain, maybe. They no, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, it's uh, great. My friend Brian Simmons, who runs Atomic Action Records, yeah. his son was in a band called V Sect. They're oh, cool. Yeah. They're no, no longer around. Yeah. But they covered Raise the Curtains. Oh, wow. And yeah. it was cool because they were like younger kids, yeah. too. You know? Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. yeah. Just, they just played like a few months ago, Jerry's Kids up in Boston. And, uh, I only it was supposed s- to be their last show. And... Oh, we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I only seen them. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I went to see Suicidal on the Join the Army tour. And oh, Jer- nice. Jerry's Kids was the opening band, but I was not inside. I yeah. was outside skating or something. Yeah. I know. I wonder how many of those bands and things that we've sit like a friend of mine claims that I saw uh, Rage Against the Machine with Jesus Lizard. I have absolutely no <laughs> memory of that at all. And he, I, I should just look it up and see if that even is something that happened. But I'm like, I don't think that's a show that happened. But it, it, he says it was early on when you know. Band, like in the early 90s when bands it, like that would I mean it makes sense I bet you there's shows I've forgotten yeah. that I've gone to yeah <laughs> but I think I would remember seeing the Jesus Lizard you know like yeah you would think yeah yeah. So, but uh, anyway so thanks for coming out here man hey no problem man I had a blast yeah definitely and, uh, thanks thank you <laughs>